Hey, pop punk enthusiasts, welcome back to another episode of Pop Punk Promo Podcast. My name is Sydney and I am the host of this incredible music podcast. If you're new here, hey, welcome on into the show. Like I said, my name is Sydney. I am the host here and I am so excited to have you here. If you are in need of a new artist to binge listen to, someone to get completely obsessed about who no one else really knows about and you want to kind of gatekeep them to yourself, this is the place to be. Here at Pop Punk Promo, we promote small artists in the scene with a heavy focus on women, non-binary, and all members of the LGBTQIA community. I really created this platform with the goal of uplifting musicians who probably wouldn't get a lot of spotlight otherwise. I like to promote marginalized groups of people that already struggle to get popularity and be seen in the music industry and that's kind of where we step in. I like to interview small artists and women in the scene and just get to know them on a personal level and let fans see who they really are behind the scenes of all the glitz and the glamour of Instagram and TikTok. If you're interested in learning about some badass women in the scene, this is absolutely the place for you. We feature so many incredible artists every single week. We actually have a new episode come out every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, and I interview people almost every single week. It's been a bit overwhelming, I'm not going to lie. I love interviewing so much, but it is a lot of work, and it is just a one-man team over here. I'm sorry, one-woman team over here, and it's literally just me behind the scenes. I'm the one booking all the interviews, recording them, editing them, and bringing them into a format that you're listening to right now. I make all of the promotion, I do all of my merch, I upload everything, I do all of the Instagram, it's all me. So hey, once again, I'm Sydney, and if you're listening, it seriously means so much to me because I started this thing almost a year ago, and I can't believe that I'm still sitting here doing it and every single week committing to giving you incredible content. With that being said, I do have a Patreon available for you to subscribe to if you'd like to support me monetarily. Again, I don't make really any money at all on this podcast. Spotify for Podcasters actually took away my eligibility for advertisements, so the little money I was making through ads is now gone, and I need a significant increase in the amount of monthly listeners I have in order to be eligible again for that service. So unfortunately, the only way I can really earn a little bit of money is based off of Patreon. So if you are willing to, I have a couple of really cool tiers that you can subscribe to if you want to support me that way. The first tier, Pop Punk Enthusiast, is just a basic general support tier and you get access to the featured artist sneak peek every single week. The second tier, Pop Punk Junkie, involves the same exact thing. You get the sneak peek every week, but you also get first access to any video interviews that I put out, as well as a 20% discount to my Pop Punk promo store. And finally, the third tier is geared more at musicians, and this tier is really cool because it guarantees that you get a little bit of promo on my social media or my playlist on Spotify every single month. So that one is going to be $8 a month. And as long as you are a musician and you are subscribed to it, you'll get 
all the other benefits from the other tiers and you will get at least one of your singles or a few of your singles promoted on my Instagram and my Spotify every single month. If any of those benefits interest you, please head over to patreon.com slash poppunkpromo to subscribe to any one of your preferred tiers. Okay, pop punk enthusiasts, I am so excited to bring you this episode this week. So this week is a little different from a traditional pop punk promo episode. So if you've been following along on my social media, I have been promoting the hell out of my Women in Music Roundtable, and I have amazing news for you all. It's happening right now. This is my Women in Music Roundtable episode. I got together with a group of five other incredible ladies in the music industry, and we had a chat about everything and anything you could possibly imagine about their experiences in the industry, what they like about their jobs, and any advice they have to anyone who is trying to pursue a career in their designated area of the industry. I shared with you guys the list of the incredible talent that will be featured on this week's episode and you guys had some questions for them too and I'm so excited to get all of your answers but before we get to this week's interview with our incredible roundtable lineup as always I have some music I'd like to highlight some pre-saves and even some tours I'd like to share with you guys so with that being said let's get into some pop punk news We're going to start off this week's news segment by telling you some amazing tours coming up. Like I said, it is fall tour season here in the U.S. and honestly everywhere in the world right now. And we've got some amazing lineups to share with you. First up is Honey Revenge with a brand new headlining tour. They are titling this the Retrovision Tour after their brand new album that they just released. This is going to occur in the United States this fall. They are kicking off this tour in Las Vegas, Nevada on November 1st, and then they are going through the United States on a few cities, ending in Anaheim, California on November 26th. They are bringing a couple of guests with them on this tour as well. They are bringing Pollyanna and Colorblind. Now, I am especially excited about this tour because I don't know if you guys remember, but last week or the week before, I mentioned that there is a homecoming show here in Minneapolis and Honey Revenge is a part of it and it is a completely free show at the U of M. However, I'm unable to go because of my cousin's wedding, so that was a huge bummer to me because I haven't seen Honey Revenge yet and I'd really love to, but they just announced this brand new tour. They will be stopping in Minneapolis once again, and of course, I lost my mind. I'm so excited. I will be going, and the best part about this tour is they're offering VIP packages, and it is quite an extensive package. It includes one general admission ticket, which is incredible. Almost no VIP packages include a ticket, and I think this is really something to be said. That is something that I truly believe should be a part of every VIP package, especially for how expensive they make them. You also get a meet and greet with Honey Revenge, a photo op with Honey Revenge. You get 
a guitar pick tin with a bunch of picks in it, you get friendship bracelets and early entry and early access to merch. This is truly a huge deal. This is an incredible opportunity and Honey Revenge is so sweet for making this available to their fans. I know there's a limited amount per date, so make sure you go and check it out and grab yours before they're gone. You can go to Honey Revenge's Instagram or their website for the full list of dates that you can catch them on. Next up, we have Against the Current with the Nightmares and Daydreams World Tour. Now, they put a really cool update on here for the Europe and UK leg of the world tour. They are going to bring Lolo with them, and I can't wait. This is such a cool opportunity for her. I know that she goes and tours Europe a lot, and it seems like she really loves it, so I'm really excited for that opportunity for her. Against the Current is also bringing another band called Call Me Amour along with them. Against the Current's world tour truly is a world tour. They have dates everywhere. They've got some in South America and Central America. They've got some in Australia. They've got some in Asia. They've got some in the UK and Europe. Now, I don't see any in the US, which is unfortunate for us, but also okay because the US is very spoiled when it comes to tours. So I'm very, very excited for all of these incredible parts of the world that get to see Against the Current. Once again, you can go to Against the Current's Instagram or website for the full list of cities and dates that you can catch them on tour. The last tour we have to talk about today is the Happy Fits Under the Shade of Green Tour 2023. Now, I believe they've done a few legs of this tour in the past years, and this is their 2023 version of it. So they're going to be kicking things off next week on September 19th in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, going all the way through the U.S., hitting up a bunch of different cities, and ending in Wilmington, Delaware on October 25th. I found out about the Happy Fits a couple years ago when they opened for the main and they were just such a cool live act and I fell in love with them instantly. They have a cello player right on stage and they're just so much fun and so entertaining even if you have no idea any of their music. So I highly recommend that you go check them out if you have no idea who they are if they're coming through your city and you're interested in having a good time just at a show jamming out and listening to music that is absolutely insane. So for the full list of tour dates, again, you can go to the Happy Fits Instagram or their website. I got a couple pre-saves for you this week. The first one is Charlotte Sands' debut album, Can We Start Over? This is so exciting. She has become such a powerhouse in the industry and she is still an independent artist, which astounds me because she's become so successful, gone on so many tours and a lot of really reputable tours she's opened for or been a part of. So this is really exciting news for her. Can We Start Over? Her debut album comes out on January 24th, 2024. So make sure you go ahead and pre-save that in Charlotte's Instagram bio. It's going to be amazing. She always has such incredible music. So make sure you check it out and pre-save it. Next up, we have the girls of Daisy Grenade coming back with a brand new song titled Jesus. Now, this one's going to be cool because it's a collaboration with Young Culture. So this is going to be insane. Make sure you go pre-save it right now. And now for some new releases that you can listen to right now. 
First up is Charlotte Sands' first single off of her debut album titled Use Me. You can go ahead and listen to that right now. Like I said, every one of her releases is always so incredible, so make sure you go check it out. Next up, I feel like I've been talking about this song for weeks now because I kind of have. And finally, it is out. Bronnie's brand new single, O, oh, is available for streaming right now. Bronnie is trying to reach her streaming goal of most streams for a brand new song. So make sure you help her out, get her to her goal. And the song, by the way, is absolutely insane. This, in my opinion, is probably her best release yet. This song is going to be a part of her brand new debut album, Jaded, coming out next spring. So if this is any indication of how amazing this record's going to be, I have no words. I'm going to be absolutely blown away when it comes out. So make sure you check it out. Bronnie's brand new song, O, oh, is available right now. And finally, our friends in Dawn are releasing a brand new song today as well. This one's called Detox, and it's featuring Minerva, some of their friends. Now, I'm really excited about this. It's going to be awesome. They had some really cool promo for it, basically stating that McCall has an obsession with Hilary Duff and it needs to stop. So this is going to be really fun, I think, and I'm really excited to hear it. It actually comes out tonight. So if you're listening to this on Friday, it's already out. If you're listening to this Thursday night when I release this episode, it's not quite out yet. You have to wait a couple more hours, but I promise it'll be worth the wait. Make sure you check out Detox with Dawn and Minerva. All right, pop punk enthusiasts, before we wrap up this week's news segment, I do have a really cool opportunity I'd like to share with you guys. Amplify Her Voice has a really cool behind-the-scenes tour at All Things Go Music Festival on September 30th and October 1st in Columbia, Maryland. They are titling this live music industry program All Access, and it offers an educational on-site tour granting aspiring women and non-men live music professionals the opportunity to gain first-hand insights into the inner workings of concerts and music festivals. So this is super cool because obviously I love uplifting women, non-men, members of the LGBTQIA plus community, all of those members on this platform. So I thought this was a really cool opportunity to share on the show today, especially considering this is a special edition episode with a Women in Music Roundtable. Due to limited capacity of this event, this opportunity is exclusively available to All Things Go ticket holders only. So if you're planning to go to the show, make sure you check this out if you are interested. It sounds really cool. Amplify Her Voice is a really cool business that uplifts women in the industry and they show statistics of how imbalanced we are in the gender department as far as men to women go in all parts of the music industry. And that's a huge reason why I started this podcast in the first place is women do not often get the same opportunities that men do, at least not as easily in all parts of the music industry. And it's very important to me to try and level out that gender imbalance and Amplify Her Voice is a very good resource for that. So if you are going to this show, make sure you check out the All Things Go Music Festival behind the scenes tour, all access from Amplify Her Voice. All right, pop punk enthusiasts, it is that time that you guys have all been waiting for. 
It is time to unleash the Women in Music Roundtable event. I am so excited to present this to you guys this week. We recorded this last weekend and I got together with a group of ladies that I've had the privilege of working with in the past and they're from all parts of the music industry. We have an audio engineer, we have a lot of musicians, and we did have a VIP rep that was going to join us, but she had a last minute family emergency and wasn't able to join. So that was unfortunate, but that's okay. And I hope that her family is doing well. But other than that, I am so excited to present this lovely group of ladies to you guys. This is amazing. I had so much fun chatting with them and you guys are going to learn so much from them. This roundtable event features McCall from Dawn, Hannah Duckworth, Courtney Klinkert from Definitely Maybe, Leah, and Lena Sutter. Let's dive into the event and learn a ton from these incredible music industry professionals. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back into Pop Punk Promo and the special edition of the podcast. I have got four amazing women with me today in the music industry, and I'm so excited to introduce them to you guys. We're going to have a little roundtable, ask them about their experiences in the industry and all that good stuff. I've got some fan submissions as well, so you guys can get all of your questions answered. So with that, let's do some introductions. We'll have you guys one by one. Uh, tell us your name, where you're from, what you guys do in the industry, all of that good stuff. Hi, I'm McCall. <laughs> I'm one half of a, a duo called Dawn, um, sometimes referred to as Davin, always <laughs> not dish soap. Um, and <laughs> we're based in Nashville, but we kind of started in Boston um, and ended up moving here. Been here for two years now. Um, I'm super excited to be able to do something so focused on women in pop punk because I think it is such a hard field for women in general. So I love the energy today. Yay. Thanks, McCall. All right. Whoever wants to go next. You know what? Maybe I'll just choose. Lena, you can go next. <laughs> I never want to like speak over someone. So I was <laughs> like, so um... fair. That's what we're All taught right. to do as women, right? Yeah, like, it's true. Over. It's true. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm Lena Sutter. Uh, I teach sound engineering at the University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire, and I also am the house engineer at um, April Base, another studio in town here. Uh, I don't actually do a lot of work in pop punk anymore. I've recorded a lot of pop punk in college, and uh, if there are any pop punk bands listening who want a sound engineer, call me because I want to get back into it. But I had the I had the pleasure of teaching Sydney um, and uh, uh, teaching her a lot about recording. I hope, and yeah. um, <laughs> she was always like super fun to have in class. So I'm really excited to be here. Um, and see you doing like such cool things in the industry, Sydney. Let's oh. applause for Sydney. Thank you. <laughs> that's, that's so sweet. Yeah. Lena taught me everything I know. She's literally the reason why I'm here doing this at all. So it's it's amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. And I did have a merch uh, rep that was going to join us too. So you weren't going to be the only one not like a musician, but it's okay. It's, it's, it's life. It's how it works out. So yeah, I'm really glad to have your wisdom on here. All right, Courtney, you're up next. Sweet. I'm Courtney Klinkert. I'm a singer songwriter of a three piece out of Chicago called definitely maybe. Nice. 
we love definitely maybe I love I love the name like when I first saw it I was like ooh, that sounds like the most unconfident like phrase ever and I'm I love it it's it's amazing <laughs> oh my gosh I love, it's, I, I love it I think it's incredible all right Leah you are last but not least hello my name is Leah um I'm a I'm starting to say neon pop punk now because I feel like it really fits um artist based out of a couple places um jersey nashville los angeles and i'm happy to be here yay okay i'm so excited to have every single one of you on here i've worked with all of you in some way shape or form and i'm sure most of the listeners at least know most of you in some context even you uh lena i'm pretty sure i've at least mentioned you at some point in some episode i'm sure but yeah i'm really excited to be here with you guys so um we'll just go around and what is all of you guys's favorite part of what you do in the music industry i'll go for that one i love uh as a sound engineer helping other people create something taking it out of their mind and putting it into the world and it just every single time it feels like magic like we started with nothing and now we have a record like how cool is that so i love that that's amazing I, i feel the same way too like creating anything i'm just like whoa how did like even like working with you in studio leah was so incredible like how did we start from having nothing and all of a sudden we made something so amazing that's i love that it's amazing you literally took the words like right out of my mouth. Like, where I was about to say that, but for me, it's like very specifically the songwriting aspect. And when you're in a room, like co-writing with other people, that is like probably my favorite thing. And for a long time, I didn't do that when I, we were in Boston because there's just not a community for it. Mm-hmm. But coming here to Nashville and being able to like come together and create magic, like there's just this feeling that you can't even describe with any other word because you're all there and it just like expands across the room when like something just hits and it's really just getting those emotions into something like kind of tangible um yeah I love that that's it's probably my favorite thing in the whole thing uh making TikToks every single day (laughs) Mm. (laughs) you're good at it though like I'm I'm genuinely like every time I see one of your TikToks I'm like how did how does she have the time for it is honestly like my first question because you've got like Heelys on, you're all dressed up, you've got your makeup, you've got like your early 2000s year. And I'm like, how does she have the time and the energy? <laughs> like, The answer a- is I do not. <laughs> <laughs> but you do it anyways. You do it for the fans and you do it for to spread the word. So I appreciate that you see that. And my Healy skills are slowly improving. So Good, good. Happy that one. <laughs> I think I want to. I want to try Heelys. I don't think I ever actually owned. I didn't own a pair. I don't think I ever actually wore them either. And I'm a little nervous now. But maybe, maybe, maybe I'd be okay at it. <laughs> you literally have to pull a sticker off of them that says, "As soon as you pull the sticker off, you are like." submitting to the fact that these are extremely dangerous and I pulled that sticker off and I'm like okay maybe I'm too old for this but I didn't know that that's some Healy's knowledge I had no idea oh my god (laughs) that's funny all right Leah and Courtney what are some of your favorite things about what you guys do (laughs) I unmuted and I saw your face (laughs) she saw me unmute um I mean obviously what Lena and McCall said for sure and I think in addition to that and what that creates room for is 
the people and the amount of people you meet and the networking and just how quickly it spreads and how different of people you find yourself in a room with that are all connected by this one common thing and it's so wild to me like I sent an email to a random email address I found on the University of Minnesota website to try to get on this show and the person responds and says oh my friend Sydney knows you from Pop Punk Promo and I was like what in the world and just things like that it's a small world and that's that's my favorite thing about it. Yeah, my my friend Elias, he works for um he he goes to the University of Minnesota and he works for like their like booking like, you know, agency or whatever and he he literally booked their homecoming concert which is full of pop punk acts, which I think is amazing. Oh, and yeah. I'm so jealous because my my cousin's getting married out of state when that's occurring and no. I can't go and I'm so sad but like it is what it is a free concert I wouldn't even Mm -hmm. have to pay so yeah but that is a small world that is crazy I I saw your Instagram story and I was like yo I know who you need to get in contact with I I'm the girl I got you (laughs) you both responded at the same time it was kind of (laughs) wild that's funny it just was like I was just looking through stories too and I happened to see it that's funny oh my god all right Leah your turn Yeah, it's just like my favorite thing is that. Yeah, yeah. Having, Sorry, like, we got off track. <laughs> I'm so like in tune, like listening, and I was like, oh my gosh, what was the question again? Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, just to like cat. Oh my gosh, cat. I love cat. <laughs> I'm like, I need to watch. Um, yeah. I think my favorite thing, honestly, kind of piggybacking off of everybody's answers, like being people and connecting with people, has just been like being able to connect with like artists I grew up listening to and having, you know, them kind of be part of the vision and like hand over the baton or, you know, whatever. I think that's been like my absolute favorite part. And I, it's so cool. Like how, how it's such a small world, even though like the world is so big, like, you know, we're all connected in some way or another and in that genre and in the scene. And it's super cool to see stuff happen like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I even from my perspective, just being like a music podcaster, it's been really insane making connections with people in the industry that I never would have thought I would have talked to, you know, otherwise. And all I like literally all I do is just reach out to people and go, Hey, I like your music. Would you like to be on my show? And most of the time they say yes. And other times they just don't see the message. You know what I mean? And it's just it's very weird to have that that kind of like communication with people, you know, it's, it's, it's been really awesome, but yeah. So I guess I'm going to move on to our next question. So I'm going to, I'm going to kind of try and segment this so it's easier for you guys to respond. So the question is, what is your experience as a woman in the music industry? And I'm going to shove this over to Lena first. I want to know what your experience is like in audio specifically as a woman, what has it kind of been like for you? Um, it's definitely been a mixed bag, right? Because yeah. uh, they're... Oh, hi, Hannah. Hannah's here. Hello. Okay, hold on. Before we continue, Hannah Duckworth is here. Do you want to introduce hi, yourself sorry, real I'm quick? Late. That's okay. No problem. Um, do you want to introduce yourself real quick with your name, where you're from, what you do in the music industry? Uh, yeah, I'm Hannah Duckworth. I currently live in Seattle, Washington. I've lived here for like eight or seven years now. Um, I'm originally from Tampa, Florida, and I am an artist. I sing, write like pop punk rock music. 
Nice. Yay. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. It's better late than never. So thank you so much for being I agree. here. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, okay, yeah. So we're just getting started a little bit into uh what your experience is like in the music industry. So we're gonna go around and, and share those. So we're gonna start with Lena. Like I said, um, she's an audio engineer. So yeah, take it away, Lena. Yeah, so um I I started even further on the technical side than I am now. I started working as an electrical engineer for sure microphones. Um and part of the reason I wanted to do that was because I had this perception that the studio world was going to be like crazy sexist and I was just going to be fighting tooth and nail and it was just going to be miserable every day of my life. Um, and I also really love tech. And so I was like, yeah, this is kind of like a middle ground. Um, and what I found out was that there were people there who were kind of crazy sexist and making it miserable um and more than that there are a lot of people who are just like really oblivious it was really crazy because I was working with like all dudes like there were so few female engineers and when I'd bring it up when I'd be like so it's kind of weird that there are no other women around huh They'd be like, wow, I have literally never once thought about that. And you're like, how? Like, yeah. so so that's my, I would say the biggest like surprise to me, like um, there are going to be assholes everywhere. There's going to be assholes in every industry, no matter what you do. Men don't I even realize it. There she is. Okay. Oh, okay. I think okay. we're good. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, the amount of times that men don't even realize that they're in a male dominated space and like that, uh, that's been a very kind of strange experience for me. Um, I, I don't know if anyone else has anything to say to that point, because it's like sometimes you just feel crazy. You're just like, are, do you not have eyes? Like, do you yeah. not like what is happening? Yeah, yeah we had seven. We had played seven or eight shows, I think, maybe more than that. And we finally got on a bill and I looked at the band at rehearsal and I said, this is the first time that there will be another female on stage in a different band. And they were like, no. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> like Ooh. we've literally played eight shows and I have never once shared the stage with another woman. And the crazy thing was that show um, three out of the five bands were fronted by women and had a female playing an instrument. And so it was like, we went from having never done that to like, all of a sudden it was this high powered, like female crazy adventure night. And it was awesome. Um, but no one had noticed. I was like, yeah, there's never been another woman on stage until now. There was um, an article, like I, I read back in college so it's been a long time, but it was titled like there are so few women in sound that no one bothers to count. Uh, and like that was the headline. And that's how it felt. But the good news is there are uh, there's been an initiative the last couple of years that actually does count the women in sound and audio and production and, uh, you know, 
CEO roles and stuff like that. The bad news is that the numbers are just as bad as you think they are. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I mean, but, like, e- even looking around, like, the class that, that I was in that you, you taught, um, there, the, like, the the male to, like, female ratio was still strongly heavily towards male. And, like, it's it's just very interesting to, to see all of that. Because, yeah, like you said, like, I feel like females don't get, you know, taken seriously in those type of roles. They're like, oh, you're still just, like, a novice. You're a newbie. You're not going to, like, be good at what you're doing, you know? So... Yeah, it's it's very strange. Anyone else have any like personal experiences um, based off of that in the industry at all? For me, like I work in tech during the day, and then I do music at night. I don't know, Hannah Montana, whatever. <laughs> um, and it's really hard because I see that all the time. Where like I even brought this up to my boss at work, like when something happens, like hey, you know it's tough. I'm like literally the only female engineer on our team. Like this really hits me hard, like something that happened. And he's like, Oh, why would that even impact you? And I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> like, um, it's just something that I think a lot of people don't understand how your confidence levels and your like comfortability, it really, it's hard as a woman to then come into a situation where everything else is just this like male cis energy sometimes, especially in like punk, pop punk, rock, that world. Um, and in Nashville, it's tough too, because there are a lot of female artists, but they may be lean towards different genres. Um, and you're in this other like environment, really trying to like hold that confidence level up and you don't really identify with a lot of people there. So yeah, it's tough. I'm glad. I think statistics are maybe improving, but at the same time, you have all this pushback from people who don't like even think that it's an issue or like are like, you guys are fine, whatever. Like women are in music. I see them all the time in country music. I don't know. So it's tough. Just keep trucking. I feel like drawing attention to it is like one of the most important things that you can do. So, and I'm sure all of us do it in in some sense just by being here today even yeah exactly and yeah so you know like this is kind of the same question but a little bit different but have you guys had any specific challenges that you faced as a woman in the industry like I know some of you guys kind of already went over that but are there any very specific things that you guys want to talk about regarding that at all if I'm not mistaken when we talked for the first time, I told a story and we had already stopped recording and you were like, we should talk more about these kinds of stories. Maybe we should do a special segment. And yeah, it was no, this, uh, this story she's about to tell is actually the reason we're all here together. So so let, let's get going. Yeah, Courtney, share what you said to me. Oh, we're, we're getting right into it. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're getting right into it. Yeah. Um my band we're still kind of new we've only been a band for like a year or so so we're still kind of figuring it all out we didn't really think we'd be here so we found ourselves playing at Summerfest randomly got super lucky and got an opportunity to play um right before leah kate went on so we were all like losing our shit we were so excited um and so nervous and of course the show is day two of my period because it always is every single show i've ever played every single one which is only like 10 or 12 day two (laughs) Every time. So weird. Yes. Um, And that's like the worst day for me. Heaviest day. Painful day. Bloated. Oh, don't even get me started on that. And so 
I'm just bleeding my little guts out while we're all getting ready for Summerfest. And I change into my little outfit and I'm backstage and I go into the bathroom. And of course, no garbage cans. So I'm like, okay, what am I supposed to do now? And like, there are so many people backstage, like Youngblood's dressing room was right next to ours. So he shared the bathroom we shared. And I'm like, I don't want Youngblood to see my bloody tampon, like in the toilet, if like <laughs> overflow the toilet. I was like losing my mind. Um, so that was problem number one. And then um, we went on stage, we did our set. It was an hour long. Um, I was in like a, I tried to dress all festivally, you know, so I had like this cape dress on and I wore these hot pink swimsuit bottoms and I was like super excited about it. And we get off stage and I run to the bathroom and I realized that I had completely bled through my bottoms, like bad. And so then immediately I'm like, fuck so I'm going on Instagram and I'm like looking at videos and pictures and like zooming and I'm like can you tell because it was bad and I really was excited about the new bottom so I was really upset and my whole band is like dudes and so there was no one I could like complain to about it and I was like mm-hmm. I just broke down crying I, See, it was like such a weird like yeah like oh my god I'm a bloody mess right now yeah this is the stuff that like no one talks about because like like no one wants to do anything when they're on their periods anyway but then having to go out and pretend like you're not in pain like you're not bloated like you're not like you know just feeling kind of like shit you know it's just like it's the worst and that's something I could talk about like out of even music context too like how much we're expected to just kind of continue life and pretend like we're not dying Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like it's just it's it sucks and it's yeah like not even having proper place for you to put like your 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 dirty tampons and stuff like Uh that's like that doesn't feel acceptable to me you know like it's it's ridiculous and yeah I think I think this conversation led into me saying that I recently started using um like the 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 flex cup you know instead because it's more sustainable which is always the best and honestly I felt it helps a lot because you don't have you don't run into those problems of having to like change your tampon in a public place you just kind of vibe with it in for 12 hours and then you're good like it's I don't know I I've thought it's been it's been very nice so yeah I don't know if anyone else has felt those kind of pressures just in within the music industry at all but this was a conversation that kind of led to us being here today so I thought it was cool that we share it so yeah yeah I mean Kind of like the the flip side of that was um when I worked at Sure, there was never any other women in the women's bathroom. So sometimes when I was really <laughs> tired, I would just go take a nap in there. <laughs> and you're free to poop whenever you want. You don't oh yeah, you don't have to worry about the long ass lines. Like I swear to God, like the woman, you never see a line for the men's room. There's always a line because they don't the wash their hands. That's why gross, gross. <laughs> I could go on and on about, about, you know, that, but it's okay. So yeah. Yeah. That was just a very interesting point um, that you brought up and I'm really glad that we can at least talk about it because I I feel like it's something that nobody talks about, you know, just in general. So yeah. Um, Okay. So moving aside from the struggles, I, I, I think we've kind of come to a consensus that we all have felt some kind of hardships, just being a woman in the industry in general, you know, um, but what kind of advice would you personally give to a young woman who wants to pursue a career in the area of your industry? Maybe we'll start. Let's start with Leah. We haven't heard much from you. Yeah, I mean, as far as advice, honestly, just to kind of like 
power through it and just get shit done um do stuff i feel like i i feel like it it's probably worth like mentioning i'm i i've had i've definitely run into instances before especially recently like you know when music pops off and stuff like having sexist encounters or just like shit not go good but like growing up as a woman in music i've i've been pretty fortunate and have um been able to not have too many things you know um happen thankfully so you know i was like the youngest uh and the only female teacher at guitar center like my instructor things like right there that's so crazy like i haven't seen that in years but um and uh <laughs> just like, the youngest uh female you know instructor uh at guitar center for like when i was 18 it's like getting to do those things um I feel like a lot of those opportunities came from me just being like I'm here and I'm gonna do this and I, I would like this job I would like this internship um and just like obviously not taking no for an answer but like if you get a no you're gonna just do it again and you're gonna do it until you get what you need to get um and kind of just having that attitude about it and you know just being a boss ass bitch I don't know hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah I love that all right, let's go. Let's go to Hannah. What kind of, uh, you know, uh, advice would you give to someone who wants to pursue music? Yeah, I think being a woman in, in the industry in general, including music, I think my advice would be you have to, and this wouldn't happen overnight, but eventually you have to learn to let things roll off of you. And you really, really have to like embrace the idea of letting things go and letting them go kind of quickly. And that's really, really hard and can't, and way easier said than done. But eventually I think over time you get to a point where you really let things just roll off your back. And I've been in music like less than a year, um, but I've worked in tech too for, 10 years and um it's another industry i mean really any industry we talked about there's bias against women um i think i spent a lot of years in my own like career learning how to let things roll off my back specifically being labeled as like aggressive um mm -hmm. which a lot of women are when they're just opinionated exactly. Um, <laughs> one of those things that i learned over like 10 years is to let any word like that like roll off my back and not even embrace it it's not even about like embracing it it's just about like letting it pass you and it's gone and so i think um my advice is just to practice like knowing that things will come your way but letting them just pass you and you keep going on your way as you were before um because when you start to think too much into that or think too much about the adjectives that people might use towards you, you can really get down and start to compare yourself and think like, what should I have done? Um, but I think that there's not a lot of room for that. Guys aren't doing that. They're not doing that. So yeah, do absolutely. that either. <laughs> absolutely. I love that. And I, I don't know. I, I feel like your tone of voice is so like calming and I just, I love the way <laughs> your advice just like it, it was I'm like yes hell yeah I just let it flow right by me I feel like if you haven't ever done it I feel like you'd be a great yoga instructor I don't that's a really random thought <laughs> but like your voice is so like soothing I remember the first time I heard your voice I was like I 
you just have a very different tone to it. I love it. <laughs> um, also, something about Hannah, you guys probably don't know, but so she's from Seattle and she's actually been doing a ton of different like women who indie shows in Seattle, which I think is super cool. So yeah, thank you, Hannah, for just being like a, a catalyst for for women in music over in Seattle. You're, you're doing really cool stuff over there. So yeah, I, I admire what you're doing a lot. So thank you. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. All right, anybody else have have any advice for women trying to get into your area of the industry? Have you guys ever seen that bumper sticker that says, I one day aspire to have the confidence of a mediocre white male? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I need that. <laughs> but on a serious note, that also. Um, <laughs> but mostly I feel like finding some sort of outlet because I do think you're going to keep getting kind of, you know, you're going to always have people who are going to say stuff about you or like try and put women down because they seem like easy targets. I mean, you said Leah Kate earlier, and I think she's just like a perfect example of something that happens when like somebody does really well, who's a woman and people just like pick you apart. Like every time I'm on TikTok, I like have never once seen a male artist be like picked apart in the same way that a female artist gets picked apart. And I'm just like, uh, so obviously those things are going to hit. And I think just as women were more empathetic and more, I don't want to say sensitive because I don't think it's sensitive. I think it's just like aware of people around us. And so when people give us feedback or say something to us, it hits us differently. Um, mm -hmm. So obviously having that stuff roll off, but also having an outlet to deal with those emotions. So for me, it's journaling every day, finding people who are, in a similar situation, being able to talk to them about it instead of like, you know, feeling or like I need to comment on every hater or something because that never ends well. <laughs> it it <laughs> doesn't, unfortunately. And like, yeah, like you said about Leah Kate, like so so as we mentioned earlier, she she is the headline for the University of Minnesota homecoming show, which is so cool for her. And I'm, I'm really glad my, my friend was able to book that. But the one of the first things I saw on the U of M post was, oh, it's that stupid bitch, Leah Kay. I can't believe they got her, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what is wrong with people? Like, there's no... And there was no base to the argument. It was just just pure hate. And I'm like, what did she do to you? Like she had a song or two blow up on TikTok and you're mad. Like I don't, you know, I don't, I don't get it. So yeah, it's it's really unfortunate that, you know, we've we've always had to fight for our place, you know, not just in this industry, but in every industry. And, you know, it's but like you said, McCall, it's not sensitive. We're, we're, we're very used to having to look over our backs, make sure that no one's going to come up behind us and and literally or theoretically, like fi figuratively stab us in the back. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it, it's it's tough out there. And it's I'm really proud of all of us here today for being here and, and you know, standing up for ourselves. Not only that, but speaking out about what we could do to maybe change this, you know. So, but, yeah. I'm curious if you guys feel this way too, kind of off that note. I feel like the overwhelming bias of um, this idea that women who succeed, especially in music and in arts, like did it because they had someone else, like their parents helped them. There's like this, like, like I've run into comments like that, or I've seen other women that I know, people talk behind their back like that. like it must be because they have rich parents or it must be because they um, 
know someone who helped them. Like there's always like a reason. And um, I've even had like comments online about me like that. And maybe I like look younger, but I'm not, I'm almost 30. <laughs> and like about like, oh, this girl must be like, her daddy must be paying for this. I'm like, I'm 30. I work in tech. I have for 10 years. Um, I have my own business. Thank you. Yes. Um, <laughs> like nothing, like basically like I'm working my ass off to do whatever I'm doing on my own regard. But there's always this idea that me or like any other women, there's like this idea that somebody else is responsible for your success. And I've never, ever, ever, I've never heard any guy say that about a guy. Like I've never seen any guy artist of any age have his success attributed to somebody else. Like yeah, I really, I I've been like trying to be like on the lookout for it. And I just like, I can't find it. There's also um, like the pretty yeah. privilege aspect, which I think goes mm -hmm. easy thought like, oh, people only like her because she's, you know, really pretty and young and whatever. And yeah. I hate that because that really, I mean, maybe there's some more to a guy, but they would never attribute it to it. And they would just be like, oh, that's nice that the guy's attractive too. Right, but, exactly. Like yeah. that, that's almost never the first thing that someone notices about like a dude in a band. Like if anything, it's usually like, a woman being like oh that guy is so good looking it's never the dudes being like he is so good looking no wonder he's so successful you know what I mean like it's just it's it's <laughs> I mean think about it it sounds silly when I say it but it's true you know so yeah yeah I don't know. Yeah, I played in a church band for 10 years. And in the church band, I played drums. And I joined this church. And I was super excited to play with them. I was the first woman to play drums. And the only woman in the band who played an instrument. <laughs> <laughs> didn't just oh, do vocals my god and they're this is like a super progressive church like from a perspective of we all know what christian people are like like they're they're on the right track at least and just immediately still every sunday and every sunday my outfit would get a backhanded comment from the worship pastor and i so i wore like a t-shirt and i tied it in a knot you know and like a little bit of skin was showing and i got like a backhanded sassy comment and then the very next Sunday, I saw a picture of a guy on stage wearing the most low cut tank top, just like almost his man boobs out, like just <laughs> and like sweaty. And like he was like not. And I was like, if I wore that, I would have been kicked off the stage. It's like so unfair. And it, oh, it made me so mad because like every Sunday I would just get nitpicked just a little bit. And then yeah. I would get told that like I was sitting too close to the men in the green room and I needed to like scooch over and like when we would get off stage the men would be like grabbing each other's shoulders and like roughing each other up and then they'd come over to me and be like oh oh can't do that and then they'd like walk away and I ended up quitting and not playing because I'm like as much as I want to be like the pioneer of like the first woman to play in the band like it just was I was having like panic attacks before yeah. I'd go into rehearsal I was bailing at the last second after committing to play because I just didn't want to be around that and so it's like how do you find that balance of like letting it roll off your back but then not suffering in silence and like mm -hmm. taking abuse just to take it like I was just sort of wrestling yeah. with like I want to be the one who doesn't give up and I want to like push through and pave the way but it's like at what point do you just have to say I'm I'm out? Yeah, I'm out. And I I think it's interesting how you talk about um, 
what you wear too because so I I interviewed Emmy Mack of Red Hook a couple weeks ago and one of the things she mentioned was like in pop punk specifically she feels very pressured to be like one of the boys you know like like either wearing super baggy clothes or like I feel like there's there's two there's two types of uh, like alternative women that you that you see as like the stereotype it's either super baggy clothes you don't show off any part of you or you're wearing like these these super skimpy crop tops and like a ton of like funky like crazy jewelry that you probably wouldn't wear and it's like I love the aesthetics, but that shouldn't be who you have to be, you know, to to be successful in this type of industry. And it's it's just really frustrating to see, you know, and I even hear from other musicians talking about it. Shopping hey. for our summer fest outfits was like a nightmare. And the guys were like, I'm just going to wear this cool band t-shirt. And I was yeah. like, sick. Have fun with that. Yeah. Lena. I hate being called one of the boys. Yes. Oh my god, it happens to me all the time. It's just like, yeah, you know, like, hey, like, Lena's just like one of the guys, and it's like, I'm literally not. I'm literally not. <laughs> You're like, I'm literally a woman trying to just do something I love in a horribly male-dominated industry, and I am doing my best. Like, like we, yeah. <laughs> like, I understand when people say that they're trying to, like, include me as part of their community, but, like, can we not, like, base that community on gender and then just be, like, Lena's cool for a girl because she's more like a boy than the other girls. Like, exactly. that's, like, not all right at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. So I, 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 I just really... That one of the boys things. Who I can I can go off on that all day. Yeah, yeah, I know. And I, thank I thought God you're was, not. Yeah, thank God you're not. But I I thought it was a very interesting perspective because, like, as someone who's not you know like a musician in the industry, I I always see like or I generalize pop punk women looking very just like you know like like short leather skirts, very tight clothing, maybe crop tops, whatever, and so. For her to be like, yeah, I have to wear all these baggy clothing to be one of the dudes. I was like, that's really something I never thought about, you know, because I'm like, that's so interesting that that, you know, like men push that onto onto women in the industry as well. Being like, oh, you have to look like us if you're going to be as cool or like as successful as us. You know, it's it's very interesting. So, yeah. And then um, she also mentioned something about um, which which broke my heart was um she she had like this this producer trying to recruit her at age like like 20 23 i think and the dude like was like oh how old are you she's like 23 and he was like oh well you're just like you're too old now like we only have like one good year left before like no, no one's gonna care <laughs> and like that that broke my heart so much that we're like degrading women to how like you're not even in your mid-20s yet and you're too old to be a successful musician like that's fucked up like I just I I can't I it makes me so sad hearing stuff like that and I I guess what I want to know has have any of you had an experience like that before like someone telling you you're too old or too not enough of something like I'd like to hear any stories you guys have I feel like the age thing weighs on me every day and I try not to let it um and I think I'm doing like a pretty good job of not letting it, but it's definitely in the back of my mind. And I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. Like nobody, maybe not nobody, you just don't hear about it. Like I literally like basically woke up one day, like about to be 29 years old. And I'm like, I'm just going to pursue music. I've always wanted to. Okay, here we go. And um, 
it's not a lot of people do that at that age. And it's very hard to feel like, like I'm doing the right thing approaching 30 and like kind of halting all the other progress I've done for 10 years in my career to do this ridiculous new thing. Um, and I mean, it feels great. It's fun. I love it. Um, but I would be lying if I said that that didn't weigh on me constantly and thinking about like the future of like, how, how do I act now? What actions do I take now? What decisions do I make now? So that when I'm 35, I'm not feeling that way or you know what I mean like mm -hmm. it's it, it's hard to not feel behind but it's also it's also hard to not feel like I'm one step away from getting berated mm -hmm. about my age at any given moment which sucks I mean it shouldn't be that way and it's not even that old anyway like no. 23 is not old at all Exactly. I'm 23. I still feel like I'm barely an adult. I feel like I'm barely figuring it out. So the fact that someone was telling yeah. her that at my age, like it, like it literally breaks my heart. It's like being like, oh, sorry, you, your lost cause. Like, and it's like you think about it, that's barely scratching the surface of adulthood. Like it's like like your 20s should be the time for figuring yourself out. So like, and even at any point you can change who you want to be whenever you want in your life. And it's just, it's so degrading for someone to tell you that, you know, like, I, I feel like also, like you said, um, Hannah, you said, this is like, you know, your silly music career, or whatever. It's like, it's not silly if it's something you want to do. I feel right. like even regardless of gender, music is something that so many people get shit on for trying to do professionally. Like, that so many people like their parents or their friends are like are you sure you want to do that it's really hard to break into yeah. like you yeah. want to make any money sure. and it's like none of us truly do this for the money it's like it would be nice to get paid for what we do but it's you know it's the truth of it is that a lot of us don't get paid which is something a whole nother topic I feel like we could talk about too you know is how little people actually get paid doing music but yeah it's it's very interesting so mm -hmm. yeah yeah. All right. We're going to move the conversation on a little bit from here. So we've already kind of laid down, you know, the pavement for, for all of our, our issues we have, you know, as women in the industry and how we struggle with all this. So what do you guys individually believe needs to happen and how do you think fans can help implement change to close the gender gap in the industry? I just think building community, right? Uh, I think when you look so I have, again, the sound engineering kind of side of things. Like, you look at what the Women's Audio Mission has done in San Francisco. They built a woman-owned, operated studio. They teach classes. They work with the local community college. And um, now, like, they pretty much have a pipeline for their employees going to Dolby, their employees going to some other like audio companies. Um and it's just amazing. They just they just made the studio and over the last however many years they've been around for a while now, they've literally built the community and you see the effects. The in like all of the local colleges have like 50 50 um, men and women in um their audio programs and stuff like that which never never happens you know you're lucky if you get one third female in an audio production degree yeah. um but yeah so i think just yeah building building community and doing things like this and like building up other women 
partnering with other women, exactly. supporting the music of other women. Like we can do it. We can do it. Yeah. And that's like all of you guys know my my number one mission for even starting what I call pop punk promo is just, you know, uplifting women, uplifting small artists, people who are lesser known and giving them a space to thrive in the industry where they they wouldn't necessarily if if I wasn't here, you know, and not to say I'm doing like God's work or anything, but I'm just like, you know, I I like to hope that I'm I'm trying to implement some change, you know, and it's something I'm really passionate about. So having all of you guys here just means a lot to me. And I'm really glad to be working with so many powerful and incredible women in, in music. It's it's really cool. So um what else do you guys think? Um how, how can fans kind of help implement implement this change? What do you guys think? <laughs> I, I know think, it's I, I, something came to my head. Um <laughs> I think like just telling bigger bands or just somehow putting it in in bands ears that like they need to be taking more female fronted or you know bands on tour um Mm -hmm. having like a fan base just kind of reach out and you know commenting like smaller artists that are like you know women fronted um yeah just to to bring them on tour because i feel like i don't know especially in pop punk i've noticed a lot of tours being announced and there's just like no girl on the bill and I'm like but mm-hmm. this artist but like myself or this artist would just be so sick on this bill if in it, it just like missed opportunity so exactly and um I don't know how much you guys are familiar with scene queen but she is someone that I think is, is really a catalyst for like the women in pop punk music and like her 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 genre is kind of more defined as like like girly metalcore pop punk kind of, it's 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 kind of hard to, to box her you in bimbo core bimbo core <laughs> yes that's without using her actual term i was trying to describe it but yes bimbo core um she is like she's such a catalyst for everyone you know like all the women that are trying to either make it in the scene or feel comfortable going to shows like whether it's fans or other musicians like she is doing so much with not only like her lyrics, but her stage presence, what she stands for, what she talks about on social media. And the one thing that 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 made me upset, though, is she doesn't get really any festival gigs here in the U.S., which makes me so sad. Like, why is she not on When We Were Young Fest? Why is she not on in like Riot Fest or something? Like, why is she not doing all of these these festivals why are they still so male dominated when we've got like we've got her and we've got taylor acorn we've got you know maggie lindeman we've got so many other incredible women that are already getting a lot of hype why are they not like being on these bills you know it's just like it's very frustrating to see i know i've talked with numerous of you um already but like we, we need to get a woman, an all-woman festival or all-woman, like, tour going on. I think that would be, like, the coolest thing ever. It would be, it, it doesn't even matter genre. I don't care what genre they and It would just be so cool to have a festival where we just have all women just empowering each other. And it would just be the best thing ever. Like, I think that would be so cool. I'm down to help plan that. Hell yes. Yes, yes, yes. I, I know you are. I know Courtney is. I know all of you guys would be so down to like to be a part of it. And I I don't know yet how how I could make this happen, but I want to be a part of it so bad. I think it would be so cool. So I think we if, go straight to Greta Gerwig and we, we call her up. We're like, Greta, yo, 
remember Barbie. Yeah, for music. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I think that would be amazing. I, I just envision it so much. I just, it would be so cool to be like, this is like the female powerhouse. Like, I just, I would love, love nothing more than to have, have a festival or tour like that. It would be so cool. But yeah, let's, I'm going to move on to a couple of fan submissions. We had a couple of people um, ask some questions for you guys. So first one. As young girls listen to your music or see you in your role in the industry, how does it feel to know that you're potentially one of their inspirations for getting into the industry? I mean, it's an incredible feeling. I feel like when I was younger, right, like the music that I grew up on, I look back at it and like, first of all, problematic. I (laughs) learned so many things about artists that I absolutely loved or listened to their lyrics and I'm like, what so to have like a whole new generation I mean you just listed so many names um like meet me at the altar for instance I went and saw them live and I love them seeing their fans and there's like these these little girls who are going to their shows with their dads and they're talking to them I'm like this is what we need because if you never see anybody who does it I mean we have like one example right for Haley Williams that we then constantly get compared to. Mm-hmm. So to see so many other examples coming up and be so much more accessible with like social media, um, it's just really, really inspiring. And it makes everything that you do and the struggles that you go through feel really worth it. Um, so I love it. Anytime somebody comes up to me, female or not, and expresses like that, the emotion or like comments um, that they were inspired by something that we did. I'm just like, it's just the most incredible feeling. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Anyone else? Um, how, how does it feel knowing that, you know, women are look, young girls are looking up to you to be like, yo, I want to be like her. Like, how does that make you guys feel? I mean, if I can do it, anybody can do it. <laughs> I would hope someone looking at me would feel that because um like hannah said i'm almost 30 in my house we call it 30 minus two once you get up to 27 you're not in your <laughs> 20s anymore it's 30 minus whatever <laughs> and i also never thought i'd be in a band never thought i'd be singing i would have laughed my ass off if you told me two years ago that i would sing in front of anyone um outside of like the car and just all the struggles and stuff that's brought me here like if someone looking at me saying that they want to do something I've done like hell if I can do it you can do it 78 times over and do it much better than me so like let's fucking go (laughs) I love that I love that and on that note I also like inspiring young girls is one thing I think it's also really powerful to be inspiring people like our age and older like people who want to make a career change, not necessarily into music at all, but um, I've definitely had people talk to me about like, oh, it's so inspiring to see you just kind of pivot to do something that you truly want to do because I've always thought about doing X, but I feel so stuck in my lifestyle or path or career. Um, And I think it's made me realize it's never too late to start inspiring people, right? Like regardless of age. So that's like been a pretty cool journey. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And I, I don't know, it makes me really sad to know that that so many people feel like the restraints of, of their age, especially mm-hmm. in this industry. Like it's it's really sad because like the truth is you can do whatever you want whenever you want to. Like we're, we're all put on this earth once to do whatever it is you want to do. And I don't think it's fair for anyone to tell us that 
we we shouldn't be doing what we're doing and that that we shouldn't be doing what we love to do you know like it, we're here to do what we want and to make a difference and hopefully you know inspire change for younger generations so i that's just kind of the goal for what i want to do here and i i hope you know it seems all of you guys feel the same way and it's it's really cool so next fan submission uh what do you guys hope the music industry especially for women will look like in a few years where do you kind of envision it uh, the, the industry looking like honestly definitely more women-led sorry shows like more like women um focused events i would say i think if i had to predict i would say that that is likely to happen um this sound this sounds like weird but i feel like women musicians are becoming more trendy and i think that we will see more women brought on tour because i think people are trying to be cognizant of the fact that they should be bringing women on tour or that like maybe women make good music um i do think like within the next five years i could see a lot more women focused events being prevalent which would be awesome mm -hmm. for sure i can definitely see um a uh, potential like flip side of that though where it is trendy to to have like you know women like i i don't know promoted right like oh look look at we have a woman um yeah, exactly <laughs> so, so i definitely have concerns about like what happens in the behind the scenes like does that does that stay male dominated does does anyone does anyone turn around to look at that when we're advertising mm -hmm. like like female visibility what about the back line like what happens um what happens with that because i mean it's i mean i definitely see more and more like um there there are some good communities for like female sound engineers so like i i see it more and more but like so often uh it's just a team of dudes so yeah i i hope that in addition to um following the trend of making sure that women are visible we make sure that um women and gender non-conforming people who are in those like less visible jobs are also given those opportunities yeah exactly and also, like to your point, being like, hopefully they're not just booking women for the sake of, oh, that's what's cool right now. We need to make sure we're getting more women on these lineups because it's going to make people happy or whatever. Hopefully that's not just a temporary thing. Hopefully it's because they actually respect the people that they're booking and, you know, they 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 care about about good music and, and talent versus just you know, fit, like meeting a quota or whatever, or fitting the trend. So like, I, I really hope that we can actually promote some positive change. And, and like you said, finding people behind the scenes, maybe the people booking the shows are women or non-gender conforming people, not just the men, you know, like just trying to do it just because, yeah. So yeah, I, I completely see that. And I, I hope that's somewhere we can go somewhere in the future. So yeah, I mean, also if they want to book women because it's trendy, yeah let's let them I, let's get the women in the room oh, let's be oh, yeah. there and then, <laughs> i totally I agree from yeah there I, I would hope we could speak for ourselves and show like they wouldn't be able to deny them like yeah this started out because it was trendy but like damn she's actually a good artist or like they're actually a really good band or i love their music so 
Yeah, I and think then people will start requesting that they continue exactly. to be booked, right? So Yeah. Hannah said more women. And that's like the prediction and the desire for the future. And I think in in whatever capacity, like I see it happening, it's already happening. And I think however that happens, let it happen. And then from there, just not not suffering in silence, finding your people who will hear you when you bring up the ways that you're suffering to change that behind the scenes. And then I also think it's sort of like... (laughs) your greatest weakness can also be your biggest superpower in my experience. So it sounds kind of dumb, but like me having my period on stage and no, no one up there would know what that feels like. But like, I I look out and I see the other women in the crowd and they do. And it's sort of like, I like have a secret. (laughs) It's like, I like having a secret and it gives me things that I know that they don't know and will never know. And so that makes me smarter, (laughs) more experienced (laughs) in the world. And so I just think the more women we can get in the room, the more that will show and the more other women will see other women and it'll just be a big snowball effect. Yeah, I agree. And to um, McCall's point earlier, all we ever had, especially in in pop punk and rock was like Haley Williams, Avril Lavigne. And it's so it's so unfair that the only people they get um, like musicians get uh, compared to is Haley Williams. Like she's amazing, but it's just sad that she's the only person that people can think of to like compare to, you know? It's crazy. And I it's think like such a, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to change the topic. So you, you hit this one. Okay. I'll just say, the only thing I was going to say is that it's also very like external appearance based. It's like, because we have our hair dyed. It's like, oh, Haley Williams. <laughs> like when we were talking about what would you want fans to do to change the way that women are treated or viewed in the industry is just being cognizant of how you're speaking about it too online. When you comment on a female artist TikTok and it's damn the hair be looking fresh, like would you say that on a like a man's TikTok? Probably not. That doesn't mean don't compliment my hair. Like please compliment my hair. I spend a lot of money and time on this. <laughs> but maybe there's something else you could say. Like damn those lyrics are fresh. Or like you could just say something different and. The first thing you say after someone comes off stage doesn't have to be, wow, and your eyeliner still looks perfect. What brand is that? You can be like, hot damn. I don't know how you jumped around and sang like that and sounded so good. Like just being a little bit aware of how you're speaking about it and what kind of compliments you use and what's the first thing that you say. It doesn't have to be the first thing you think. You can cycle through a few of those before it comes (laughs) out of your mouth. Yeah, it doesn't have to just be, damn, that outfit looks so good on you. Be like, it doesn't have to be like that. Like, tell me something about my my mind. Tell me that you like Mm -hmm. the lyrics I wrote, you know, whatever. Like, exactly. I, I can guarantee you any musician would love that more than just a physical appearance compliment, you know? So, all right, McCall, what were you going, what were you going to switch over to? I was going to circle back to our original thing that we kind of talked about what you hope the future looks like for musicians. Um, I think like something for me that we've all kind of touched on that like really affects me probably as like one of the older musicians here I'm I turned 30 last year and trust me it's like the hardest thing for me to be like when somebody asks my age which they always do for some reason I'm like why why you need to know this part of me is like all right should I lie no (laughs) I never lie I'm like I'm 30 and they're always like what like what you're like 30 years old like whoa 
being young and thinking, oh my God, 30 is like ancient, whatever. It's when my mom had me, like I'm already feeling that pressure, which is another whole thing that we can talk about as women, but we won't go there right now. Um, (laughs) But I think like women continuing who are our age and not giving up if they want to pursue this, I think that's something I would love to see continue like Obviously, you have like really well-established artists like Miley Cyrus, um, Halsey, who are like older and still continuing their career. But like at a certain point, like it's like, I swear to God, only country musicians who are middle-aged musicians. Like you're forced essentially to change the way you create music because you're a woman and older. Yeah. And I would love, love, love to see like people still in rock or like... I feel like 70s maybe were a good example, like Fleetwood Mac and stuff, like where they continued as older musicians to be appreciated and not just called on the internet like a 30-year-old mom, which yeah. I've done many times. <laughs> Mind I, you, I'm not mom yet. <laughs> I, I love everything that you're saying and I I want to ask has any of had, did any of you go, go see Pink this summer on her summer tour because she she fits that bill perfectly she is like pop punk pop kind of whatever a mom in her 40s and she was doing like acrobatics for like sold out stadiums of people like she broke the attendance record for multiple different venues and she is someone that I don't think we talk about nearly enough in in this scene because she she's not obviously like hardcore pop punk but she's known for some like some edgier songs for sure and like even the way she looks the way she dresses the way she presents herself and like she's so cool she's someone I think that I definitely look up to a ton as a kid and I still do and I feel like she's someone that that we definitely if someone compared me to her I'd first of all be like you're lying but second of all I'd be like that is the highest compliment ever I think she's so cool so yeah I I agree with you so much McCall so much and I think it's so oh sorry you go Lena (laughs) it's so funny because um I have the opposite age pressure where I am often still told that I'm too young to be taken seriously as a sound engineer um and so I mean listening to I mean I'm getting out of that I'm like just getting out of it but like when I uh when I kind of started working with bigger bands I was about 25 and I was, I was, oh my God, 25? Like, you're so young. Oh, like, and now I'm 28 and like people have stopped kind of treating me like that. Mostly I think it's because I don't actually, I haven't actually met that many new artists recently. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe it'll still happen. But like the entire, like the, the people that are head, held up on a pedestal in this industry or in my side of the industry, right, are the, like, 60 to 70-year-old white dudes. Like, Mm -hmm. the people who, like, invented recording are, like, still doing it. So it's really hard to be taken seriously on on the young side. So, you know, if you just want to, like, mix it up a little bit, just just go to recording for a year, just, like, flip (laughs) it. You'll start to feel really young, and then you can come back to performing, and you'll be like... Yeah, 30 that's nothing <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny and and to your point too like I audio has come so far since that was all invented and these dudes are still you know like doing like very very old-fashioned ways of stuff you know like I'm sure that a lot of their perspectives are still very old-fashioned so like welcoming in younger people is never a bad thing either and I it's just it's so unfortunate that in 
so many industries that's just the way it's perceived you know like being young is like naive in a sense and sometimes it is sometimes it isn't like I, I've met plenty of 25 year olds with so much wisdom and knowledge that it's just like it's it's ridiculous so yeah that's a very interesting point to to to, to bring up like we're all here working in music in some way shape or form and each of us has similar but completely different perspectives on it which I think is really cool um do you guys have any questions for each other now that you guys kind of know each other a little bit do you guys have any questions for for each other in the industry anything at all that comes when, up when can we all hang out that was yeah nice. <laughs> God, i was gonna say wait do you live in nashville does anybody yeah. else live in nashville who wants to come down no but i'll drive down I'll come to Nashville. I'll I'll, I'll make I'm just happen. gonna be there this yeah. weekend, so I was um, gonna say yeah. that we should meet up. <laughs> that would be awesome. This upcoming weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys want to fly down real quick? Like I'm sure. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in Jersey, all man. Look, oh, I got awesome. married last week. I'm taking it easy for a little while. <laughs> Congratulations! Congratulations! Yeah. And this was like your my, second my wedding too. Wedding like, dress is literally hanging up behind me. Oh my me. god! Yeah, my my um husband is polish so we did a polish wedding earlier this summer too so i just finished up three months of just wedding madness it was so fun wow. so fun oh my god it like, looked amazing <laughs> were you in poland then or yes was, like polish traditions because i was yeah. just picturing like chairs and i don't know other stuff <laughs> yeah we were in poland celebrating with his family so Ooh, that's yeah. so amazing congratulations you know like i oh my god it's, this is so great like i'm, I'm so excited to be but i do want to i do want to hang out with all of you guys yes. just just like let me rest up a minute but courtney <laughs> you're in you're in chicago did you say courtney yes oh sick we're in chicago all the time because uh my husband still works for sure and so yes. uh, which is based out of niles and so yeah. we go down every once in a while so oh yeah nice. I'll, I'll hit you up i'll hit you up yeah let's do it but, um yeah i i hung out with mccall actually earlier this summer uh she was here for fourth of july from like with family and stuff and i was like sick let's actually meet in person because most of you guys i just know via the internet the only two i don't is lena and now McCall. So interesting, very interesting. But I'm I'm so excited to have you guys on here. And we're probably gonna wrap this up here in a couple minutes. But um yeah, is is there anything else you guys wanna say regarding, you know, women in the industry, like how we can change or you know, any other any other kind of wrapping wrapping thoughts on any of it? I just want to say how nice it is to be in community with other women, and uh, I hope to do it a lot more in the future, as we were just talking about. I think, I hope that that's where the industry continues to go. Um, let's all make a record together. Hell yeah. Yeah. That'd be sick, actually. Oh, wait, sorry. I'm just, like, going off on a tangent right now. Um, <laughs> uh, I literally was just thinking about this this morning, though. Early in covid uh, i did this project called friends cover friends where a bunch of my friends covered my other friends um basically i just like had everyone like send me songs and like paired people up and um we did like a 15 song record it was so cool and i literally would just put on my instagram story this morning it was like who's ready for volume two so oh maybe you guys let's get together 
That's like, so cool. Um, maybe there should be like a pop punk promo friends cut friends cover friends or like we should we should I'll sponsor you guys. I'll do it. Let's let's make it a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would be so cool. Oh, oh my god. I, I love can that burn idea. the CDs if we want. Like trust me, I got Hell, yeah. mixed tapes. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. I love it. That's that's such a great idea. I I think that we should genuinely make that a thing. That's, that's it's so legitimately great. was one of like the most fun musical projects. The covers were incredible. They were just people, I mean, obviously this was like right after everything shut down in 2020. It was everyone just like whatever they had at home making it work and like the recordings ended up being great like and it just it's such a fun way to like bring like awareness to other your friends bands and stuff and yeah let's let's do it yes i'm so here for it i'm so here for it thank you guys so much for being here today this has been literally so much fun and it's yeah every time i do interviews with anyone i'm always just like when's the next time i can work with them when can i like work with them again and it's it's so nice to to plan this and and see all of your guys faces again it's it's been really cool so yeah thank you so much um, can i take a little screenshot pic of everyone Sure, do oh, it. Yeah. Ready? <laughs> the peace signs go. Okay, ready? Here we go. <laughs> cool. I got it. Yes. Okay, send that to me, Courtney. I need that. I will. Um, I just but, uh, from <laughs> as soon as you said peace signs are up, I'm like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> no, I did a wave, so it's okay. It's, it, it works. It works. Um, <laughs> do you guys want to take this moment real quick before we, we end to like plug anything you want to your your band's instagram where we can follow you whatever it is that you want to plug go ahead take take it away you can follow me at lena sutter music it's mostly stuff about my life but sometimes it's stuff about my music too cool cool mccall Sure. I was going to plug everybody else, but then I was like, I don't know where to find everybody else's stuff. <laughs> but if you want to listen to my band, um, we're called Dawn with two V's, two P signs, actually. Um, so Dawn, Davin Music, um, anywhere. We've got a new song coming out soon in like a month, and we want to put our first EP out, our first, like our debut EP later this year. So good stuff coming um you can see me just make a fool of myself and be super cringe on the internet as well if you like that kind of stuff so woohoo i love that kind of stuff i love Sounds seeing it <laughs> all right leah yeah um you can find me anywhere lol it's leah literally anywhere um or leah with spaces on streaming platforms woohoo all right courtney yeah good luck spelling it but definitely maybe anywhere <laughs> you can search it i think we're definitely maybe banned on social and then on spotify apple music we're just definitely maybe um but we've got some sessions coming up towards the end of the year writing with some cool people trying to hop on some shows and um yeah nice. we have only played one show outside of chicago so if anyone ever throws anything together in their respective areas we would love to hop on hell yeah well good cool. to know yeah, and then um, finally, Hannah. Yeah, I'm Hannah Duckworth. Uh, Hannah Duckworth on Spotify. Hannah under slash Duckworth on Instagram. Um, I have a new song coming out in about a month, and then an EP, my first EP coming out in November. So Woo. excited about that. Um, going to Nashville this weekend to finish recording some of it. So that'll be exciting. And uh, I'll be sure to hit you up and call. 
and we'll hang out. We'll meet in person, yeah. take pics. You can see them on my Instagram. Hell I yeah. I'll share them all. <laughs> I need to I need to come down to Nashville. I've literally been like dabbling with the idea of like actually moving there at some point. I don't I wouldn't do it now. I just moved out of like my parents' house because I just graduated college, you know, like eight months ago. And I'm just I'm I'm figuring it out. But one day I really hope I could I could come down there and it would be really cool. So well, you know a couple people, so I do. I I do. I know a lot more people than I knew a year ago. Because believe it or not, I've been doing this crazy podcasting thing for about a year now. It it's coming up on October twelfth. I'm doing like wow. a whole like one year extravaganza thing, and I'm I'm really excited for it. So yeah, I'm I'm super stoked, and yeah, I'm I'm just really glad to be doing this, promoting incredible music, and chatting we with all. all- appreciate you so much with what you're doing and connecting all these people yes. so keep at it Sydney you are absolutely crushing thank you the hair your mind too yes <laughs> thank you <laughs> that means a lot and I'm not just Haley Williams you guys I have a brain <laughs> <laughs> thank you all right thanks again so much to everyone for being on here again this has been so fun All right, pop punk enthusiasts, that was my Women in Music roundtable. I hope you guys enjoyed it just as much as I did. It was so fun getting to see and talk to all of these wonderful ladies in the industry again. Once again, you guys know that I've worked with all of them in some way, shape, or form, and they all really mean a lot to me. So thank you so much for listening, and I hope you guys learned a little bit about the industry and a little bit about their lives and their careers. Once again, if you want to follow all of them on social media, I will have them tagged on all of my posts that go up for promotion for this episode. So make sure you check out Pop Punk Promo on Instagram. Check out all of our incredible posts. I can't wait for you guys to listen to all of the music from all of these incredible artists. And I hope you guys learned a little bit more about what it's like to be a woman in the music industry. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. I know it wasn't a classic pop punk promo episode, but it means a lot to me that you guys tune in to listen to this. Hearing from women in the industry really means a lot to me, and I love just talking about anything and everything that has to do with being a woman in music. It's not always an easy path, and it's really cool to be able to talk about this openly with others who have similar experiences as well. This is where I'm going to have to leave you guys this week, pop punk enthusiasts. Thank you again so much for listening to this week's episode. And make sure you go to poppunkpromo.com for anything and everything involving this podcast. If you are a musician that's looking for a little extra promo and you would like to be featured on our platform, make sure you visit poppunkpromo.com, scroll all the way down to the bottom of the homepage, and we have a featured artist inquiry form you can fill out and you can possibly be featured on our platform. Be sure to tune in again next Thursday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for another episode of Pop Punk Promo. We have a ton more incredible interviews coming your way. I have a ton already recorded, more scheduled to be recorded, and I just can't wait to share all these artists with you. We also have our one-year anniversary coming up on October 12th, and I would really love some fan participation in that. If you have any memories, any specific episodes that you loved from our show make sure you send them our way at poppunkpromo@gmail.com or on instagram you can shoot us a dm if you would like as well just let us know what you love about 
pop punk promo let us know all of your favorite memories and moments from the past year that we have been a platform so i just want to thank everyone for listening either once twice multiple times if you've been here since the beginning or helped us in any way shape or form thank you so much for being here it means a lot to me and we truly wouldn't be here without you so this one year anniversary coming up on October 12th is really a celebration of you guys and the incredible artists that we've featured in the last year. You guys are the ones that make this possible. So thank you so much for tuning in and listening every single week. Until next time, stay safe out there, pop punk enthusiasts. Make sure you share this episode with someone you think would love it. Be good to yourselves and each other, and we'll catch you again in the next episode. See you later. For more information on how you can become a pop punk promo featured artist, visit poppunkpromo.com.